Vishnu Sahasranam, name number 831, Sapta Sapta means seven, Jiva means tongue. This name means the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, who has seven tongues. And we may wonder, well, which form of the Lord is that? We have heard of Matsukurma, Varaha, Narasimha. We know the Lord has four arms, sometimes six arms, sometimes eight arms, sometimes ten arms. But seven tongues, which form of the Lord is that? The commentators clarify that here, tongue means a tongue of fire. In many languages, including in English, the certain shape of the fire as it burns is referred to as a tongue because it has a shape somewhat resembling tongues. Of course, tongues appear differently in humans and other living beings. The tongues of mammals are quite similar in their shape. But anyway, when we say tongue, it somewhat resembles the, the, the the tongue, or as much of it as is visible within the mouth of a human. So, Agni, fire, is always described in the Vedic literature as having seven tongues, or different kinds of tongues. Parashra Bhatta, commenting on this name, extracting the meaning of this name, refers to the Poshkara Sanghita, a Vedic text. Tad Vaktra Devatanam Chahutabuk Parameshvara Mantraputam Yad Adayahutam Ajapurasaram Pramanda Bhuvanam Sarvam Santarpayati Sarvada the Supreme Lord in the form of Huta Book, which means fire. Huta Book means that which enjoys the offering, the fire. So the Supreme Lord in the form of fire carries to the gods the offerings that are sanctified by mantras and made in a sacrifice along with ghee. And in this way, the Lord always pleases the entire universes. The understanding is that in Vedic sacrifices, fire sacrifices, which are a huge part of Vedic culture, not so prominent at the present time, but a huge part of Vedic culture, that various offerings are made into the fire along with certain mantras and various procedures. And in this way, the fire, by accepting them, carries the offerings to the gods who, in reciprocation, make arrangements for the 
prosperity and overall well-being of human beings by supplying, for instance, if different demigods supply different things, by supplying, for instance, timely uh, rain in the right proportion uh, and the sun gives light and heat just right and seasons are regulated by the sun the movements of the sun and the moon and the different planets and the human's participation in this in order to bring auspiciousness for humans and for the whole earthly planet is done by performing sacrifices. We often wonder why there's so much trouble in the world that it seems to be getting worse all the time. One major reason is a lack of sacrifice performed to please the gods. <clears throat> and ultimately the Supreme Lord on top of the whole system. Now, we may doubt all this and think that this is just some ancient poppycock dreamed up by people who have no modern scientific understanding of the actual workings of the universe. But from the Vedic perspective, from the Vedic from the perspective of Today's followers of Vedic understanding, who are also very much aware of contemporary claims of science, it is rather those who claim that contemporary science itself has all the answers, or at least the methodology to supply the answers, and that tales of gods in ancient cultures are all just imaginary. The followers of the Vedic culture would say rather it is the contemporary materialistic scientific outlook that is lacking because it, it doesn't take into account or it doesn't have knowledge of the complexity of the universe and that there, it is controlled by the Supreme Person uh, and a lot of the work is delegated to subcontrollers, devatas, that's translated by Srila Prabhupada in English as demigods. They don't know about that. There are so many subtle workings of mantras and tantras and mudras there's so many subtleties which are not understood. The, the Vedic knowledge has been denigrated, has been cast aside as useless mumblings of ancient imaginers. But actually the Vedic knowledge has so much to offer. Uh, but the very paradigm of the contemporary materialistic so-called scientific outlook doesn't even allow entrance into that paradigm. So, yes, 
it is a fact that the Supreme Lord carries the oblations in the fire to the various demigods. Now, generally it's understood that the demigod Agni does that. He himself is a demigod, and he is the he acts as an intermediary by carrying oblations in the fire to the various gods. That's also true. But it's also true that, of course, whatever all the various demigods can do, they can only do because they're empowered to do so by the Supreme Lord. And specifically this vital function of carrying the <coughs> oblations to the demigods is done by the Supreme Lord himself. Uh, but he does so th through the agency of Agni. He does so, it's him doing it, but he does so through the agency of Agni. The Mundakopanishad gives the names of these seven tongues. And they're all goddesses. When you see fire, you may think, well, you know, it's fire. But we know there is the presence of Agni, the, the person, the, de the Devata, who manifests in the form of fire. And the various kinds of flames, there are seven kinds of flames described, and they are all various goddesses. In Vedic, cult Vedic culture, everything is understood to be personal. Different kinds of clouds, different kinds of winds, the overseer of the clouds, the overseer of the winds, the different seasons, the moon, uh, the wife of the moon. So many things are, are understood to be personal, whereas contemporary science, the contemporary scientific outlook makes us believe that everything is impersonal. Everything is going on simply by, what, what do they call it? A self-organizing universe, which is uh, quite unscientific in the very concept. Anyway, the fire's seven tongues are described in Mundakopanishad as Kali Karali Cha Manojava Cha Sulohitaya Cha Sudhum Ravarna Spulingini Vishwaruchi Cha Devi Leila Yamana Iti Saptajivaha. Translations of these names Kali Black. This is not exactly the same as the very well-known Devi, Kali, who is a form of Durga, wife of Shiva. Then Karali. Kali literally means black. Karali means ferocious, terrible. Manojava means she who is as swift as the, wind, swift as the mind. Sulohita, very, very red. Sudhumravarna, purple, purple in color. Svulingini, emitting sparks. 
and Vishwarupi shaped in various forms. Ah. All of them have the duty, the, the, the different de devas and devis, demi demigods and demigoddesses, have different functions to perform, their duties. So they have to nourish the gods by receiving the oblations and carrying them to the respective gods. And, and when yagya or sacrifice is performed, the Supreme Lord himself accepts all the offerings made by the performers through these seven tongues of fire. And then he sees, he accepts them. He's known as yagya book, the enjoyer in the, of, in the sacrifice. Yagya book is a name coming up in Vishwasasrana. And it's he who sees that they're being these offerings reach their respective deities. Another meaning is that Agni, another meaning of Saptajiva is that Agni, the god of fire, has as his Antaryami, the Supreme Lord, Vishnu. Antaryami means the indweller. He dwells within the heart of every living being, whether the great and powerful demigods or the most insignificant germ. He lives with the individual jiva. So whatever the individual jiva does is possible by the presence of the Supreme Lord within his heart and therefore sapta jiva, referring to Agni, who has seven kinds of tongues, uh, points to the Supreme Lord as the one who makes Agni what he is, or makes everything fire, it makes fire what it is. He is the one. For that matter, he makes fire what it is. Why is fire like fire? Why is water like water? It's all because of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Philosophers, philosophers of science who ponder on very deep existential questions such as why is fire like fire? The answer is because the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu thus wishes and deigns. Balade Vidya Bhushan He gives us slightly nuanced understanding of this name from those we have discussed so far. It is because of him that fire has seven tongues. It's because of him. Now I'm going on to some comments which I've added which are not in the traditional commentaries. Everything in a sacrifice is Krishna. As Krishna himself states in Bhagavad Gita, Brahmarpanam Brahmahavya Brahmagnao Brahmanahutam Brahmaivatena Gantavyam Brahma Karma Samadhina. Everything, what is offered in the fire, the fire itself, Brahmagni, the, 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 the offerer, the offering, 
the goal to where it goes, the work that is undertaken to perform the sacrifice, it's all Krishna. As he even more specifically says elsewhere in Bhagavad Gita, Aham Kratur Aham Yagya Swadhaham Aham Aushadham Mantroham Aham Evajam Aham Agnir Aham Hutam Kratu is one kind, Krishna says, Aham, I, I am the Kratu, which is a kind of Vedic sacrifice, or the rituals. So it can be slightly differentiated from Yagya in the, the, the rituals, in the performance of the sacrifice. And the, he, I am the Kratu, I am the Yagya, the sacrifice itself. I am the offering into the fire. I am the herbs. Uh, the chant, the mantras which are chanted. I am the ghee, I am the fire, and I am the offering. So here, especially we are emphasizing here as we're discussing Sapta Jiva. Here Krishna identifies himself with the fire, with the Agni, which is by nature seven-tongued. As I said, Vedic sacrifice, fire sacrifices, very much central to Vedic culture. We don't see so much of it nowadays. In Kali Yoga, the recommended sacrifice is Sankirtan Yagya, as is known by all scholars of Vedic culture, whether it's Madhva Sampradaya, Ramanuja Sampradaya, or even the Shankara Advaita Sampradaya knows that the chanting of the name of Hari is the yagya for Kali Yoga because it is so mentioned in the Vedic literature. And there are many, many references in this regard, which I presume that those who kindly take the interest to listen to this series of talks are well aware of that in Kali Yoga, Yagya, what is normally referred to as Yagya, sacrifice, is done by congregational chanting of the name of Hari. We may say, well, where's the fire? Where's the flame? How can it be called a sacrifice? Of course, there are many kinds of sacrifices, not only fire sacrifices. Uh, we hear in Gita and elsewhere of the uh, various sacrifices that can be performed. Study is one kind of sacrifice. Work is one kind of sacrifice. If done, oh, of course, all of these have to be done in the right consciousness and in the right way to be understood as such. But Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Samodan Bhasha, in which he comments on the Shikshashtaka, the eight verses of instruction by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as collected in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he describes that the seven 
tongues of fire are also seen in the Sankirtan Yajna. And he equates the seven points made by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his Shikshashtaka. In the first verse, Bhaktivinoda Thakur equates them as the seven tongues of the fire of the Sankirtan Yajna. The first, Chaitodarpana Marjanam, cleansing the mirror of the heart. This is the first tongue of the fire of Sankirtan. Baba Mahadavagni Nirvapanam, extinguishing the blazing forest fire of material existence. Shriya Kairava Chandrika Vitarana. This is very uh, complex and uh, alankarik bhasha, means ornamental language. It spreads the rays, the rays of the moonshine. It's, it's like the, the moonshine which spreads to open up the white lily. There's a certain kind of lily which opens only when the moon shines on it. So in the same way, the holy name, congregational chanting of the holy name, sp- distributes the moonshine of the the moonshine which nourishes the white lily of good fortune, Shreya, good fortune, the highest good fortune for all. Uh, Srila Prabhupada translates this as it spreads the rays, the Harinam Sankirtan, Sri Krishna Sankirtan spreads the rays of the benediction moon. Next, Vidyavadhu Jivana. It is the life of all knowledge. Vidyavadhu. The, the wife, the life of the wife of all actual knowledge. One cannot understand Vedic knowledge without benediction from Krishna which is enabled particularly in this age by chanting of the holy names of Krishna. The fifth of these flames of the Sankirtanyagya, the fire of the Sankirtanyagya, Anandam Buddhi Vardhanam, it expands the ocean of bliss which is love of Krishna. The sixth, Purnamrita Svadhanam. It enables one to taste nectar at every step in one's life. And Saravatma Snapanam. The whole being of the devotee by engaging in Sankirtan is completely cleansed. It's a total bath which completely cleanses away all dirt, dirt in the form of desires for anything than 
selfless devotional service. So in this way, the devotees chant and this, the Sankirtan Yagya, who is Krishna himself, the holy name, carries their desires to Krishna. And also, we can say the flames of the Sankirtan Yagya in another allegorical usage destroys the all the bad things in the hearts of the devotees and then and then carries this cheto darparnamajana and then carries the on one hand it it by it destroys all the bad things just like smelting iron ore or gold the the that the gold that comes in raw form by by smelting the gold is separated and or the iron is separated from the unnecessary things and then uh, in this way all the bad things are taken out and then beautiful gold ornaments or useful iron utensils can be used uh, to offer to Krishna or for various usages to Krishna. So it's an offering. In this Sankirtan Yagya, the devotees themselves, they're offering themselves to Krishna to be burned in the fire of Sankirtan Yagya and purified so that they may be suitable for offering to him. Satyadeva Varshishta who always has many uh, practical, this-worldly explanations of the names of Vishnu Sahasranam, which are fully in line with Shastra. He always quotes from Shastra, which are fully in line with Shastra and are uh, fully in the line of devotion. He takes the, the word seven to mean many, which is possible. It's quite possible in Sanskrit understanding. It's usually done for larger numbers like Shatta for a hundred or Sahasra, a thousand. But it can be. So if, if such a great scholar as Satyadeva Vashishta takes it like that, we can know for sure that he is doing it uh, in line with the Vedic usage. When we say a great scholar, it doesn't mean someone who's read but, and memorized things, but he also, in his explanations, a true Vedic scholar, acts always within the parameters of Vedic scholarship. He doesn't try to impose other parameters upon it. Sapta iti aneko palakshanam aneka prakara jivam vidhata iti. Sapta Deva, Varshishta says that just as he himself, the Supreme Lord, has seven tongues, so this name can be understood to mean that he has endowed creatures within his creation with many different types of tongues suitable to their different species. So we find different kinds of tongues. Uh, humans have 
quite soft tongues in comparison to those of, for instance, cows. Sometimes when we lick, sorry, sometimes when we pet a cow, they respond affectionately by licking our skin. That's what they do to their calf. They affectionately lick the calf. And we find it quite rough. It's, it's, it's quite abrasive to the skin. Uh, that is That roughness of the cow's tongue is very suitable for licking her calf because that kind of roughness is needed for the calf, which has the, the skin with a lot of hair and is very suitable for, by the Supreme Lord's arrangement, the, the roughness of the cow's tongue is very beneficial for the calf's body, but it's not very beneficial for human bodies. Snakes have forked tongues, uh, exactly the biological reason for that, I don't know, but definitely there must be some purpose. It's not just as the ridiculous, so-called rational, logical, so-called scientists say that the, the universe is self-organizing. Everything is organized, everything is arranged in this universe, all the biological and cosmological arrangements are done by the Supreme Lord. There's a purpose for everything. So different kinds of tongues and different kinds of living beings use these tongues in different ways. The mammalian tongues, uh, they are suitable for not only for licking up food, but also for tasting it uh, and to, to begin the digestive process. The food consumed by different species through the tongue, along with the pranavayu, along with air, certain Air, certain forms of internal air, they receive and prepare food that is ingested for dispatch toward the stomach. And in, in this way, it, it is offered into the jataragni. In Vedic understanding, the Stomachic, what, what is called the stomachic juices, which are the digestive juices, which is highly acidic. Uh, that's the contemporary understanding, which is not incorrect, but the Vedic depiction of it is as jataragni. There is a certain kind of manifestation of fire within the stomach, which causes digestion. And so, what the tongue does, uh, the, the various kinds of tongues, they offer food to fire by, in, by receiving and ingesting it. Another suggestion has been made 
that this the seven tongues, the, the, the Supreme Lord is called seven-tongued because he is glorified through seven scriptural works. Or there are seven main divisions of scriptural works. Um, and these are, of course, recited by the tongue. So these seven kinds of works are the four Vedas, Rig Veda, Yajur Veda, Sama Veda, Atharva Veda, and then the Mahabharata, the Ramayana, and the Pancharantras. Of course, the Vedic corpus can be uh, expanded on, but these seven forms or the understanding of what constitutes the Vedic corpus can be broader also. The Puranas haven't been mentioned here, but there's that's one uh, suggestion from a member of the Madhva Sampadaya as to the meaning of this name, seven-tongued. Vanchalkalpa-tarubhyas-chakipas-indubhya-evachapati-tanam-pavane-bhyo-vaishnave-bhyo-namo-namaha Nanumukaro Navayang Vicharyamaha Arirasamadirama Dati Nata Bhuvi Vilutama Natama Niravishama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare